0: Hello, my friends, Kingdom Builders and Kingdom Connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to another edition of the Living Word Mind of Conception podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast so that we can stay connected, continue to communicate, and to contribute to one another's life. So let's begin our journey right now. We appreciate you being with us as, as well. Uh, also, Sister Marcella from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we thank God for you, Martha. Everyone that's on, and so we're excited about what the Lord is doing. And the Lord is, I believe, that we are in a season where we are coming out of the wilderness, and we are going to come out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. You know that uh, they talked about Jesus after he was baptized by John the Baptist. That the spirit of the Lord came upon him like a dove and drove him into the wilderness to be tempted of the enemy. And as he was tempted of the enemy, angels came and ministered to him and strengthened him. But as he came out of the wilderness, Mark, I mean, excuse me, Luke talks about that he came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit. And so I believe that as a whole, uh, the body of Christ has been somewhat in a wilderness situation somewhat where uh, even through the pandemic and everything else that has taken place, we've kind of been, uh, again, uh, in hiding, so to speak, uh, maybe in a wilderness type experience. But just like Jesus came out of the wilderness in the power of the Spirit, I believe that we will come out of this wilderness uh, in the power of the Spirit. So I wanted to share that with you. Uh, I have my share screen up for you that are on the Zoom app. Uh, you can see uh, always you can go back and listen to and I do this myself. Go back and listen to the podcast on a cell phone or whatever device you have. It's called the Mind of Conception podcast. And even and I want to share with you, many of you uh, listen to it over because you can get revelation from the word of God by listening to it again. Right? So, in other words, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, that's a continuation. You're hearing and hearing. So, I do this, I go back and recap what we talked about last week, uh, try to listen to it again. And so, I want to encourage you to just make yourself aware of that which is available, okay? And so, just kind of recapping uh, the last couple of weeks, we talked about uh, God having an endless supply, right? Now, we're talking about uh, God here, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, stop my share screen so we can uh, have a clearer picture there. Um, all right, wonderful, Minister Veronica, Veronica, you can add those scriptures on there for me. But last week, uh, two weeks ago, we talked about God having an endless supply, right? In other words, no matter what we do, no matter what we endeavor to do, we must realize that our source is God Himself. He is our portion. He is our shield and our exceeding great reward, okay? And so we're looking to him, right? We're not looking to our own ability, looking to our own strength, but we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us, okay? And so, again, he's our endless supply. And then, uh, that was two weeks ago, and then last week we talked about come and dine. And so we can come and dine at the table of the king because he has given us an invitation to sup with him, right? And to come and dine, to come and buy without money and without price, right? And so again, we, 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 we talked about that. And as I was looking at that and going back over the uh, lesson myself from last week, I began to have the thought process of realizing that even when we are, have come to a point where we can come and dine with the Lord, we have been chosen to come. Now, this is good news because God did not choose us on our merit. Now, watch what I'm trying to say because it's going to get not real deep, but we're going to get kind of deep tonight. It's going to be good stuff. So God did not choose us on our merit, but when he chooses us, he chooses us with the hope that we will gravitate to the change of of the choice. Now, what do I mean by that? See, God can choose you, but if you refuse to change and gravitate in that change because of his choice, then even though he chose us, we can end up in a bad place that he doesn't want us to end up in. Now, watch what I'm saying. So we're going to look at just something that's, Really, really powerful. And uh, we're going to look at the gospel of St. John tonight. And uh, St. <laughs> John, chapter number six. And I'm going to read one verse. Then we're going to go back and read a couple other verses. But I want to read this verse that Jesus says, first of all, and, but it, and, and it just blew my mind kind of when I, when I seen it. Because watch what Jesus says. Uh, he says in verse 70, and we're going to just read verse 70 right now. Well, we're going to go back and start at 61. But I want to read verse 70 so you can kind of get and understand what the question was. Jesus answered them. Watch this. Have not I chosen you 12? And one of you is a devil. Oh, Lord. Wait a minute now. Hold on, Jesus. Let's, let's look at this. Jesus said, I've chosen you 12, his 12 disciples. But one of them was. Was a devil. Now, wait a minute. Now, you've got to watch this because you'll miss this if you don't, if you don't, you know, slow, slow your mind down. Jesus said, I chose all 12 of you, but I did not choose you so that you could link up or be in agreement with the devil. But yet, though Jesus said, I told, I chose you 12, but one of you is a devil. So, this is what God's is trying to encourage us with tonight. Because I believe, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you are chosen. But the fact that you are chosen is you have to gravitate to the change of that choice. You understand what I'm saying? See, God has chosen you to follow him. But when you and I make the choice to follow him, the choice to follow him is going to necessitate A great change in our life. But I can change with the foundational truth that I've been chosen to follow him. Now, we talked about this, and remember when he chose the 12, one of the things you got to understand is that he said, Follow me. This is Jesus talking now. He says, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men, right? And so if he said, that he'll make you fishers of men. He did not tell them anything else, but he said, just follow me. He didn't tell them that what they were all going to go through, all the difficulties that they would have to face. He just said, follow me. So he chose them to follow him. Just like for many of us, he has chosen us to follow him, but, the, but his choosing us necessitates that we gravitate to the change of that choice. So if God chooses me, I have to continue to gravitate to the change that that choice is going to demand. And so again, this is where some people don't do because now we're going to back up here and begin to read what actually took place where we got up to this verse verse number 70. Because just like for many people, I think it was Evangelist Smith said a little bit earlier, how that God is asking us to uh, bring revival. Uh, uh, again, as Evangelist Angie talked about, we have to hear the voice of God and follow the guidance and the direction of God. Well, God is not always going to guide us in the way that's popular to humanity. Now, if we're really going to follow the Lord now, I'm not talking about if we want to just be, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, you whatever you call it, if you just want to, be a religious person, but if you really want to follow the Christ, then many a times, some of the things that the Lord is going to guide us into are going to be contrary to what is normal with the rest of society. And I'm not talking, now hear me now, I'm not talking about acting crazy and being all weird and mysterious, and no, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is that if I'm going to follow the law of God The law of God, many times, is not going to be popular with the desires of flesh. Because many times people want to do things in the flesh that are contrary to the standard of God. Listen, hear me. I'm not talking about the standard of your local church, I'm not talking about the standard of the local denomination, but I'm talking about the standard of God Himself, right? The one that is going to be the judge of the quick and the dead. So he's the one that we have to give an account to. So as believers, kingdom builders, kingdom connectors, and all of those about the father's business, you have to understand, as he says, all they that will live godly shall suffer persecution. Anyone that desires to follow Christ above everything else, many times people will not like it. Okay, but so what I'm saying, if he has chosen you, there's a wonderful benefit to be chosen. But you and I must gravitate to the change of that choice. I've seen this over these last 30 years of ministry of where God can be calling people and God can want to take them higher and deeper and take them into the things of God. And they know that they love God and everything. But watch this. There is a continual transformation and change that has to take place because that God made choice of you and I. Now, we're not going to turn there tonight, but just by way of uh, before we go to. uh, I'm not going to turn, but I want to remind you of what Jesus said to the apostle Paul. Actually, he said it to I think it was Ananias because he was saying to Ananias, I want you to go and lay hands on Saul, who was called Paul and let him get his sight back. I believe that's in Acts. Uh, oh, Lord, have me here. Uh, I want to say Acts, the ninth chapter. And Ananias was praying, and then the Lord said to Ananias in a vision, Ananias, and he said, behold, Lord, I am here. And he said, there's one Saul of Tarsus. He's praying. I want you to go lay hands on him so he can receive his sight. because he's a, now, But then Ananias says to the Lord, well, Lord, I've heard of this man, this man you're talking about, and he's been, you know, killing Christians and putting us in jail and and everything else. He says, no, the Lord says, no, Ananias, go and do what I told you to do, because he is a chosen vessel of mine. But watch this. It's it's very interesting. He says, because I'm going to show him how many things he's going to have to suffer for my name's sake. Oh, Lord, I'm saying something now. See, many people are chosen. But they won't gravitate to the change of that choice because they still want to be liked by their friends. They still want to be accepted in their group. They still don't want—they don't want to be ostracized or pushed aside because of their lifestyle. And so they don't—they don't walk in in holiness, if you will, or in true righteousness. I think Sister Alma was talking about earlier about the cleansing of the temple. So in other words, uh, they begin to lower their standard of holy living so that they don't seem strange to other people. But, folks, if you are chosen by the Lord, you've got to hear what I'm saying to you tonight. Glory to God. There are some things there's going to be some suffering, not necessarily pain and and getting beat up and all that, but you're not going to be always accepted with the normal people. Uh, They may smile in your face, but they're going to talk about you behind your back. Why? Because you, you are walking in the light, glory to God. You are shining for the anointing. And again, let me tell you something. When you are truly walking in that light and you are truly walking in that anointing, if the people that you interact with and encounter are not truly on God's side, I'm telling you, it's going to anger them. So don't, don't take it personal. Don't, it's not personal. It's just that they are being influenced by, again, the Antichrist, against the anointing. They're being influenced to try to snuff out your light. But you have been chosen. So understand, gravitating to the change of that choice. Though you've been chosen, there are going to be some things that you're going to have to, uh, and I I use the word suffering, but there's some things that you're going to have to your life's not going to be. Your life is no longer your own, right? You can't just go and do what everybody else does. Glory to God, right? Uh, 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 for and, and listen. Let me say this. Over the years, Glory to God, I had to learn this because when you've been chosen, now I'm talking about whoever on here knows they have been chosen. What God requires of you may, may not seem to be a requirement. To other people, now watch what I'm saying. God may require of you a, a, a lifestyle that uh, other people may think that there's nothing wrong with that, but you've been chosen to be His servant. So what He's telling you is what you have to gravitate to that change. So don't, 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 don't get into a place where you judge other people's lifestyle and think that they're not, they don't love God, but many. times, Times when God chooses you, and I, I got, I, I, I got to slow myself down because I want you to hear me and grab hold of what I'm saying. When that's why He said many are called, but few are chosen. Why? Because the chosen have to gravitate to the change of that choice, right? God chose you, so you know you can't hang out with the girls like everybody hang out, you know, and 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 and, 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 and you know what I mean, and 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 and, and, <laughs> and, and go and drink. Uh, have a a mint julep and, 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 you know, just have a sip here and there, just, you know, socially. Come on, talk to somebody. See, because you've been chosen, right? You've been chosen to be a representation of him. Glory to God. Now, there's going to be some folks that love the Lord, that are in the church, that are believers, but they don't even have no conviction about stuff like that. They're like, ah, you know, it's all right. It's You know, it's okay. You know, just a little here, a little there. But see, because you've been chosen, you are gravitating to that choice. Glory to God. And what is, oh, I feel like almost preaching here now. And what is God doing? God is sanctifying you little by little. He's purifying you little by little. Every time you gravitate to the change of that choice, you are being sanctified. Glory to God, man. You are being purged. You are being cleansed. You are being purified. Why? So that though they that bear the vessels of the Lord must be holy, Right? He's purifying the sons of Levi, but he told you for that journey. So don't get discouraged or despondent about it, but know at the end of the completion of that journey, there is great, great reward, not only for you, but for everyone that God will send you to so that you can minister to them in his name. Are you with me here? So you've been chosen. But because you've been chosen, you're going to go through some things. Because you're going, you've been chosen, your life of, uh, if you will, development, growth, and sanctification may be different than other people. You know, you can look around sometime at, in the church or whatever have you, and you say, I know these people love the Lord, but it seems kind of like, if I can just use these terminologies, it seems like their life is raggedy. You know, can I use that terminology here, you know what I mean, by raggedy? Okay, well, that's fine. Don't judge them, but understand that you want to encourage them to realize, hey, you've been chosen. So gravitate to that change, right? Let that let the fire of God purify you so that we can live up to what we have been chosen. We've been chosen to be, what, a royal priesthood. But come on, somebody, we've been chosen to be, come on, a holy nation. Glory to God. See, God has chosen you to put you in a place that of distinction. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, this is real talk. God chose you to bear his name before the world and before the Gentiles. So he chose you to do that. So you know that the, 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 the honor of that choice is going to demand. And change. Glory to God. Because God chose you for this. But He did not choose you to stay as you are. Now, hear this. He chooses you as you are. But He did not choose you to stay as you are. Glory to God. He chose you. He says, Follow me, and I'm going to make you. Glory to God. And I know He says, Fishers are men, but watch this. Watch the revelation. Follow me, and I'm going to make you. Glory to God, I'm gonna make you up. I'm gonna put you together. I'm going to develop you. I'm going to lift you up. Glory to God. I'm going to raise you. I'm going, I'm going to make you. I'm going to make you the head and not the tail. I'm going to make you. So that means I choose you just as you are. But I'm not going to leave you that way. There's going to be a constant, perpetual transformation and change from the image of Adam. Into the image of Christ. Glory to God. So let's look here now in John chapter 6. <laughs> and we're going to start back at verse number 60. So John chapter 6 and verse number 60. Now notice what he says here. And many of you know, if you if you ever read the Gospel of John, this is what Jesus had I did the miracle with the bread. And then he began to say, listen, I am the bread of life. You got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. And they were like, how can you give us your flesh to eat? You know, he's, he's talking spiritually and they, they were thinking naturally. So he said, I am that living bread, right? That came down from heaven. So now we're going to pick the, the whole narrative up at verse number six. So I want to encourage you, when you get a chance to read that chapter, so you can get the context of what I'm talking about tonight. So John chapter 6, but I'm going to pick it up here at verse number six zero. He says, Many therefore of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples had murmured at it, he said unto them, Does this offend you? What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up, where he was before. Glory to God. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh (laughs) profiteth nothing. Glory to God. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believe not and who should betray him. And he said, therefore, for said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. Now watch this. From that time, many of his disciples went back, glory to God now, and, uh, 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 and walked no more with him. Now let's pause before we get back to verse 70. Folks, if they walked away from Jesus, <laughs> can, I, can I get a witness here? If people walked away from the Messiah in the flesh, Christ right there with them. And because he said something that didn't make sense to their flesh, they couldn't understand and He said, I'm talking spirit. It's the spirit that gives life. You're thinking about natural stuff. He said, the flesh does not profit at all. It's the spirit that gives life. And if people walked away from him that were chosen to be with him. What about you? Folks, don't, don't take it, I told you, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. People will walk away. Glory to God. But he, he chose them, but they they, didn't, they they couldn't gravitate to that change. Man, you're saying some stuff. I don't know, man. You're saying some stuff right here. That, man, you talking about eating your, uh, drinking your blood and eating your flesh and you and, and the bread that came down from heaven. Man, you're saying some stuff now. And uh, we can't deal with this. So but so they walked away. So I'm saying, glory to God, as we, I believe this too, I really do. As we get closer to the Lord, uh, the coming of the Lord, that God's going to send his glory and his fire in the church again. And we're going to see miracles. We're going to see all kinds of stuff that's happening. And for those that are being used by God, they're always going to give God the glory. They're never going to take any kind of credit, any kind of trying to make their name great or nothing. They're going to give God all the glory. They're going to say, to God be the glory. Look what the Lord has done. But they walked away from him. And, then, and they said, watch this now. And walked no more with him. Lord, have mercy. They were right there with Jesus. But because what he was talking about was on a spiritual level. And they couldn't grab a hold of it. They said, I ain't willing to watch this. At this point, they were saying, I'm. Not willing to gravitate to the change of this choice, because whenever you hear, my, hear me hear me right, right, whenever God's calling you and choosing you, you have to always be willing to gravitate to the change that He's going to require. He's going to He's going to demand some stuff of us that, that are not comfortable to our flesh, right? He's going to demand that faithfulness from us that that adherence. And conviction to do what is right, glory to God, just because it's the right thing to do. Even if you don't get a reward for it, even if you don't get recognized for it, even if no one pat you on the back and told you you did a good job, you have to do it because it's the right thing to do. Not for any kind of reward or recognition, but just because the Lord said So you understand what I mean by that? And so he says, and they walked away and walked no more with him. Now, let's let's watch this now. Uh, Verse 67. Then then said Jesus unto the 12. Remember the number here, the 12. Will you go away? Question. But I like Peter's response. Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe in our. sure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. What is Peter saying? He said, regardless of my shortcomings, I'm committed to the change of this choice. Regardless of my my mishaps and mistakes, and some as we know, Peter made mistakes, but he says, I'm committed to the change of this choice, of you choosing me. Hey, you you didn't choose you. You chose me. So I'm committing to this process and I know that you're the Christ. Glory to God. How many do I have that are on YouTube and Facebook tonight know that he is the Christ, that your life has changed? See, some people, I wonder if they really met him. And I'm not, I'm I'm not the judge, but I'm just saying because anybody that had a true encounter with the Christ, they have been changed. Glory to God, I mean, they're not the same. Uh, they don't even look like the same person. They don't even sound like the same person. Their walk is different. Glory to God, their, their attitude is different. Their, their mentality is different. Their mindset is different. So sometimes I wonder if some of these people have said that they've had an encounter with him. You know, I'm just, I have to have a, and this is me now. Sometimes I have a question mark, <laughs> Because everybody that I see that encountered him their life was never the same, okay? So, but Peter understood that. He said, listen, you are the Christ. You have the words of eternal life. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Though I make mistakes, though I cut people's ears off, and, you know, Peter, you know how Peter is. He, 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 he kind of hot-headed, and he's trying to do something. I may make mistakes, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm committed to the process, the choice, of, excuse me, I'm committed to the change of this choosing. Now, remember that Jesus said, You did not choose me, but I chose you and ordained you that you should go forth and bring forth fruit so your fruit will remain. So, in other words, you got to stay committed to this, to, the, the change of this choice. So, we're going to get down to, again to verse 7 as we get ready to uh, uh, kind of wrap things up tonight. Kind of short lesson tonight, but I believe very powerful. Actually, kind of shorter than we normally go. And we believe. And, uh, excuse me, verse 69 And we believe and are sure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered them, Have not I chosen you twelve? Just that's that's mind boggling. Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil? Now, many of you already know who's he talking about. He's talking about Judas, Iscariot, right? What happened to Judas? Judas wasn't committed to the change of this choosing because when things didn't go the way he thought they were going to go, he started deviating from following Christ. Now he's trying to find a way to betray him. Why? Because Christ didn't come the way Judas thought he was coming. How many people now go through a trial? Mm, mm, mm. How many people, how many believers, you know, go through something difficult and watch this. They may not say it with their words, but they actually charge God foolishly. They blame God for their grandmama passing away, whatever have you, right? They, they blame God for this and that. They blame God for the difficulty. They blame God for having to have knee surgery. Or whatever. I'm just, you know, I mean, they just blame God, right? They blame God. Well, it's not my fault, but my, my mama, my grandmama, my, my granddaddy had this problem, and I got the same. Problem they got right, and who are they? They're, they're, they sound a lot like Adam, you know, the woman that you gave me, God. See, you gave her to me. If you didn't give me this woman, I wouldn't have these problems. No, 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 no. He said again, uh, Judas he 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 betrayed them why because he wasn't committed to the process of change. What am I saying to you tonight, people of God? I'm believing. That we are in an hour now, where he's sitting as a refiner's fire, just like he says in Malachi, right? He, he's going to sit as a refiner's fire. He's going to sit as a as a full of He's going to purify the sons of Levi, right? That's why there are many people that are no longer satisfied with as you were uh, church as usual. Many of you, I believe, on here are though part of that part of that generation, that chosen generation. But listen, listen, we're more hungry. For, for God to operate. And and then we're also saying, Lord, here am I. Send me. I'm not waiting for somebody else to go. Right? Use me on my job. Use me in my neighborhood. Right? Glory to God. Use me in my family. Glory to God. I can pray for somebody. Amen. I can speak words of life. Amen. Glory to God. You know, hey, hey hallelujah. I'm not getting too excited, but, you know, understand, you don't have to this- necessarily so they always wait for the pastor to come and pray for the sick. Because, again, here with me now, I'm not saying get out all crazy and just get out of order, but it's that these signs will follow them that believe. If you're on the job and somebody comes by how sick they are or whatever, you can't say, well, I'm going to call my pastor and see if he... you. know, No, you say, listen, do you mind if we pray? And then you pray in the name of Jesus and say, Lord, show them your power. Show them what you can do. Amen. You better hear what I'm saying. And you'll be amazed, because they'll come back to you later and say, you know what? After you pray for me, my headache left and my fever broke, and my back don't hurt no more. And you got all you got to do is say to God, be all the glory. Because it wasn't no power that I had that healed you. I'm just again the one of those disciples that he sent to represent him. I've been chosen to represent him in the earth. Oh, in God. Amen. Hallelujah. So, folks, I would encourage you tonight. Don't allow the enemy to rob you of everything that God is trying to bring you into. You're chosen. A royal priesthood. And hear this. He did not choose you based on what you are. Come on. He chose you based upon what he knows you can become. If you're willing to commit to the change of this choosing, right? In other words, you got to commit to that process, just like all of the disciples—Peter, James, John, all of them, right? They, they, he was teaching them, and many times they made mistakes and they, and they messed up, and they, they, they got in the wrong spirit, all kind of stuff, right? Arguing about who's the greatest, and you know, just just hey, folks ain't hey, there's nothing new under the sun. Here's folks walking with Jesus jockeying for position in the church. <laughs> I mean, they're walking with the Christ, talking about who's going to be the greatest. You know, is it going to be Peter, going to be John? Who, who's the best, you know? And so my point is, but the thing, good news is this. Each one of them were committed to the process. What I'm asking you tonight, are you committed to the process of the change of him choosing you? Listen, loved one. He chose you to be a royal priesthood. He, he chose you to be royalty. Glory to God. He chose you to be holy. He chose you to be a special treasure to him. Now, last thing, as I'm going to try to make this plain as I can. It just doesn't happen automatically. He chose you and I to become trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, right? He chose us to be that, to bring forth fruit. But folks, a tree has to be planted. It has to, it has to put roots in the ground. It has to begin to grow up and, and has to and get strong. And it has to withstand the storm. It has to withstand the tornado, or whatever have you. It has to be able to go through the seasons. Glory to God. But as it stays rooted, it grows up. And then, eventually, it will bring forth fruit. But watch this. Then it begins to bring, after the whole process of being planted, it brings forth fruit year after year after year after year. Glory to God. But until that tree is grown up, it's not bringing forth any fruit. What am I saying? It's the same thing with us spiritually. Yes, God, I chose you. But now you've got to get planted by the rivers of living water. You gotta get completed in the process of transformation. Glory to God. You gotta go through the seasons of testings and trial and difficulty and the winds and the waves. And your roots have to be strong enough to be rooted and grounded in love to where you're not moved by people's walking away from you. Glory to God, man. You're not moved by people lying on you and and and, and hacking you on Facebook and everything else. and, and and spreading all kinds of bad rumors, you, you're not moved by why because you become a tree planted. Why? Because you have committed to the process of that change because of the choice that He made of you. Love one, let me tell you something. God and listen, don't count yourself out because God made choice of you. Now just don't be a devil. <laughs> all right, don't be Judas. You understand what I'm saying? Don't 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 try to shortcut uh, what God is trying to do in your life. That's all Judas did. You know, he he listen, he trying to shortcut, you know, he's trying to get 30 pieces of silver. 30 pieces of silver, dude, don't you know what God has for you? He has a kingdom for you. And you sold out a kingdom for 30 pieces of silver. Why? Trying to make a shortcut to get somewhere that he thinks. He wants to be. Glory to God. But I'm here to tell you tonight, loved one, that the Holy Spirit is definitely speaking. You and I have been chosen. And we've been chosen to bring forth fruit. And our fruit is supposed to remain. So I gotta get to a point where I'm committed to the process of transformation. That means everything about me, from the inside to the outside, has to begin to change. Right? I gotta realize that I'm being transformed into his image. In other words, let me say it like this. My opinion is always secondary to what his word says, right? That means I have to love those that may hate me. Come on now. You better hear what I'm saying. I got to love people that, that, may, that may call me all kind of racial names. I'm supposed to love them. Y'all better talk with me now. See, I'm talking about if you want God to be God, all right? You got to love them. You can't, you can't, if you, he said if they persecute you, he said pray for them. Bless those that persecute you and pray for them that despitefully use you and, and say all manner of, about you falsely because of his namesake. Glory to God. See, that's all part of that tree becoming a tree. And every year it's going to bring forth fruit. Every year it's going to bring forth blessing. Glory to God. Every year it's going to produce more seed. I'm telling you, I'm speaking this to you that are on YouTube and Facebook as well, and you that are on the Zoom app tonight. I'm telling you that as you are, as you, as you commit to the change of this choosing, right? He chose you. Commit to that process. You're going to bring forth fruit every year, even in your old age. You are still going to be bringing forth fruit. Glory to God. Like He said, you're going to show His power to the next generation. You're going to be able to release so much blessing and favor upon everyone that comes underneath your branches of the tree that you have become, right? And the birds and the fowls of the air can lodge in the branches and, and the fruit of the tree can feed the nations. But you are that tree. You are that tree of righteousness, that planting of the Lord. So you got to be planted by the rivers of living water. How do you do that, folks? Ultimately you got to commit to it I know there's a lot of things we can teach about but we don't have time to do that in this in this setting but you got to, to, to try to summarize and symbolize it commit to the process of change right that means it, until I have walked on the water watch this now until I have raised the dead anybody done that anybody walked on the water <laughs> anybody raised the dead Well, somebody may have done that but has anybody Ascended it up to heaven in a cloud? Well, until you do all three of those, we still have to change, right? Our character, our attitude, what we do in private, like, as well as what we do in public. Transforming into the image of Christ, right? Why? Because you entertain an unseen audience every day. And folks, that's why you and I have to change, right? We always have to say, Lord, I'm committed to this process. Of transformation, because, and I'll say this, and I'm gonna stop here. You cannot expand the kingdom, ex- except to the degree that the kingdom has been expanded within you, right? People have. I've seen this. And I talked to a brother the other week, and he wants his family to change and everything. Oh, I'm praying for my family, and I told him, I said, "Man, I'm gonna listen. I, I appreciate your heart, but the kingdom can only operate." through you at the same proportion that the kingdom operates in you. So if you are not completely surrendered and submitted to the kingdom and the authority of Christ, then your words are going to really not going to do a lot to other people that you are around. So again, changing or being committed to that process of change, letting God change me Let his kingdom rule in me. And then when I begin to speak, when you begin to speak, the same anointing that's ruling you will have that same effect on people that you speak to. Glory to God. So all I'm saying tonight is this. He said, have not I chosen you 12? So God chose them. But one of them ended up being a devil. Lord, have mercy. I hope we don't have that uh, for, for people today. My hope and prayer is that that if you've been chosen, you'll commit to that change of the choice that God made of you, right? You'll follow Him and let Him make you, right? I know He says, Fishers of men, He says, Follow me and I will make you. So that's a transformation, folks. That's a change. That's a development. That's a changing and a transforming into the image of Christ. Amen. Man. Well, God bless you all. Amen so much tonight. Again, we're going to let you go. All uh, you that are on YouTube and Facebook and the cast, we do bid you shalom in Jesus' name. Amen. So again, Well, praise the Lord. We hope you have enjoyed the podcast today. We encourage you to stay connected by subscribing to this podcast as well as our weekly newsletter at www.livingwordcorsicana.org. Also, we invite you to join our national video call on the Zoom app. Our personal room number is 931-432-8488. And the passcode is the number 2. Listen, God bless you. Have a supernatural day. And we hope to contribute and communicate with you soon.